Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, jacked off Mother's Day energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm bringing it. I'm jazzed. I don't know when I'm going to come down from this M-D-E. Mother's Day energy. <laughs> Had an early dinner with mom and Brad. It went great. I'm pumped. Oh, shit, Never dude. gonna die. You're covered in yellow roses, homie. That's right, baby. Mother's Day's just getting started. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I didn't know it was Mother's Day in this motherfucker. Sure. What, do you want to do a four-hour show today? I got the energy. I got the juice. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Great Mother's Day. Love moms. Single moms. Working moms. Moms of fur babies. Sure. Why not? <laughs> People, everybody's talking about the Avengers these days. Yeah. The real superheroes. Uh-huh. Moms. Their moms? No, no. <laughs> Actual moms. But... Mrs. Rogers, mother of Captain America, hats off to you. You birthed a hero. Well, Hulk how- smash, mom smash. <laughs> Thank you, Mother's Day energy. I've got it. I'm bringing it. Jacked about moms. Can I ask yes. you a quick question? No. <laughs> yes. Are you confident you didn't just smoke some crank? Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, here it's weird. Because when at our early dinner, right, mom ordered a round of mimosas. Uh huh. But I think the guy heard crank. Okay. And he did bring us out little glass pipes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought that was what a mimosa was. And you thought maybe it was a fun. I usually don't eat that early, so I'm. I was just kind of. It was maybe like a fun allusion to to Brad's hobby of playing the trombone. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Man, I mean, if you're wondering why I'm so jacked, yeah, it's because the early dinner conversation. Consisted of us hearing about Brad's ride on a World War II bomber. Oh, shit. Ultimate stepdad. Brad. <laughs> oh, Brad is stepdadding so fucking hard at brunch. I'm so proud of that guy. I'm so fucking proud of my late in life stepdad. <laughs> Riding on a bomber, showing us pics, telling us about turrets. <laughs> God. So jacked off MDE. Mother's Day energy. Should we, uh, yes, yes, let's introduce our guest. Introduce our <laughs> guest here. Uh, she's a comic and writer, and most importantly, the creator of the smash hit television show Netflix Doesn't Have Ratings. <laughs> Dead to me, Liz Feldman. Hi. Hey, Hi, Liz. Liz. I, too, am jacked off some sweet Mother's Day energy. <laughs> we can oh, tell. yeah. Yeah. Mine's, it's more subtle. How, yeah. It's I, a, yeah. It's but, a, it's right. It's like a, it's, whereas mine is kind of a crank energy, you kind of have a, have a, have a, like a lean. Yeah. I'm sort of just leaning into the Mother's yeah. Day energy. Just, just, just accepting it, <laughs> letting it bathe over me. Can I offer you guys something? Yes. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day to the two of you every day. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every day. Ooh, I'm sorry. I already make it Arbor Day every day. So. <laughs> okay. Liz, what did you, what were your, what, because you're, you were telling us you spent Mother's Day with mom. Spent the whole day with my mother. We, uh, we went over to my sister's, uh, my sister Rebecca, uh, for a little, uh, bagel brunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Bagels, nice. Bagels, lox, cream cheese. 
It's a Jewish Sunday all tradition. The yes, all the fixins. <laughs> Any capers? Um, I was going to ask about capers. It's I've... funny you should mention capers. It's a it's a big uh, it's a big sort of uh, conflict in my family because oh. I don't like capers, right. but everybody else does. Hmm. It's a little pickled flower. We're doing all right as a family if that's our biggest conflict. <laughs> but um, yes, this yeah, caper thing is tearing us apart. This yeah, it's it, 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 capers. Uh, yes, there were capers. There were uh, sliced onion. Do I need to go into the entire? Place? Ladder. Would you please? Or, um... <laughs> I mean, that was actually the start of the American Civil War. <laughs> was Robert E. Lee loves capers? Really? Uh, Ulysses S. Grant hates them. I thought it was racial. No. Oh, interesting. Capers, no. okay. actually, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yes, and then I sort of stole my mom away for the day, and uh, we went to the Natural History Museum, and we went to the Butterfly Pavilion. <gasps> I love that pavilion. Love I've been it. in that pavilion. I'm worried I'm going to crush something. Name a better pavilion. Can't do it. Don't. There isn't one. You can't. There ain't a better pavilion. We were a little disappointed. <laughs> just, we didn't like it. No, it's what only... Was the, were you, so this is at the Natural History yeah, Museum. Yeah, and it's great. Uh, it is yeah. great. And it's like, you know, it's a lovely thing to go do and you, you know, you have a time that you are allowed to yeah. go and it's a reservation thing. But um, th- there weren't a huge variety. Oh, uh, uh, butterflies. Not today. Maybe it's, a, you know, part of the where we are in the season. I don't yeah. know. But I do love butterflies, and um, no, it was it's it's always nice. It's just I just wanted like just a few a few more. But you uh, get your variations. You give them your five dollars. They give you your little cup of nectar, and then wait what. Yeah, don't you get like a little cup of nectar for well, them? Well, shit, eat? Maybe I didn't that's get only no in cup. The bird pavilion. No, yeah. no, there's no. They're very, very uh, careful and persnickety about this butterfly situation. Yeah. Like you have to go through two doors so that no butterflies can get out. And there's, there's one like, of those silkwood showers. Yes, um, they scrub you down. That's right. No, but you actually do have to do like quite literally a dance when you're leaving because you have to shake your clothes out so that so you don't... Sure no stowaway butterflies yes, get because out. because they, they want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I mean, a butterfly is like a seasonal creature. It is. They don't it? have a long lifespan. I would think there must be some times when you just go there and they're like, sorry, it's September. You get clothing moths. Right. Yeah, I mean, you would think. I think it actually ends in... I think it's March to September is the pavilion. Right. Um, am I shilling for sep- the pavilion? And then right in now? September, happening? you just roll around in the corpses. You can <laughs> bring kids in there to roll That's around. That is very, sad. very dark. Husk yeah. time. Very, Husk very time. dark. <laughs> um, your show came up at Mother's Day. Did it? It did because I was recommending my family watch it because we are from Orange County <gasps> that's and that's right, where the are. show is set. Yes, it is. Uh, and I was watching an episode. It is great, by the way. Thank you. Uh, people should people should watch. Uh, very funny. Thank you. Very heartfelt. Thank you. And there's a little bit of a mystery. Yes, there is. Um, a little bit of something for everyone. And there's a lot of like there's. There, you know, there, there's been some writing about Orange County. There's been fiction set in Orange mm-hmm. County, um, and you know, some some things I think people get right, some things I think don't. But I think something I saw Chevy in... Chase doesn't really live there, like in the movie Orange County, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Colin Hanks does, oddly yeah. enough. Um, and so there was just, and you know, uh, I don't know if it was sh- actually shot there or not, um, but definitely all the all the locations are 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 dead on. And there was a um, great to know. That's that feels good. Yeah, there was just an exterior shot of kind of a like swanky beach house, and just you know the you, so you see the shot, and then the only person in the shot is just a man 
in a pork pie hat riding one of those giant skateboards. Yes. And I'm like, they got it! This is it! It was the best detail, dead on. Anyway. You want to hear a fun little facty about that? Love a fact. Um, that man right, with the pork pie hat riding the longboard... Uh-huh. It was our DP, Danny Motor. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, is he an Orange County resident or does he, he just have He is not an Orange County resident, but he is a Southern California native. So uh, he, he, sure. he, knows. Yeah. he knows. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think he's from Santa Monica, but yeah. Okay. Um, but but it, it feels good to, to think to, for you to say that we got that part of it right. My wife, mm-hmm. as you know, because you went to high school with her. Yes. She's uh, a singer-songwriter Rachel Cantu, past guest on this program. Thank you very much. She's also obviously from Orange County. So that is part of the inspiration for me setting it there is because I'm now so familiar with it because my, my other side of my family lives there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is nice. It's definitely like it, I think Orange County stuff can either – like glamorize it in a weird way or villainize it in mm-hmm. a weird way and 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 I've not watched the whole show but it, it seems to it, it's doing a nice job of not doing either of those things in a weird extreme. Yeah, I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to do either yeah. villainize nor glamorize. It is a it's a silly place and I think you captured it without making it seem too like too much of a slam. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, that's a, it's 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 meant, it's made with love. My, I can tell. My father's parents lived in Orange County when I was a kid. So most of my Orange County memories are chain restaurant pie related. That that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah I think that I yeah, I I grew up in Brooklyn, New York where we have where at least when I was growing up, we had no chain restaurants. So um Rachel often, you know, talks about you know, Marie Callender's or Claim Jumper. I was about to say Claim Jumper. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't even know what Claim Jumper was as of, like, I would say three years ago. <laughs> I had I thought she was... You've never been to a Gold Rush-themed steakhouse? I, you haven't is lived. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Gold Rush-themed. Oh. I think they have scaled the theming back recently and just it kind of just looks like a TJ Friday's inside now. Okay. It's nice that you don't have to worry about a prospector stealing your table anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yes. exactly. So yeah, right, it's the great it's a great land rush <laughs> yeah. but with a uh, prime rib that's well, that the size of your arm. Well, that makes sense why it's only in California then. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yes, the 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 like prospect minor stuff used to be pretty heavy. It used to be like Okay. You know the 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 wait staff would wear like prairie outfits and they would send your laundry to China, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you would um, often you would die of dysentery before you left. <laughs> oh, okay, that was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, but they had a Miss Pac Man, which yeah. was not on theme, but always fun for me. When also we were explains why it didn't turn into a national chain, right? Yeah, yeah. Miss Pac Man's pretty regional. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jesse, did you guys do Mother's Day stuff today? We did some Mother's Day stuff. My wife. I I had a convert. I had a, like a family meeting with my wife mm-hmm. mm. that was like, "What what would you like to have for Mother's Day?" She said, "I told the kid I I had offered to make French toast, mm. uh, which is one of my wife's favorites. Uh, one but- of my favorites too. It's a great kind of toast. What a, what a wonderful version of toast. Uh, which uh- hey millennials." Instead of avocado toast, why not give French toast a try? Which is your then top- maybe you could afford a home. Which is your top regional toast, French or Texas? Oh, please. Yeah. French hands down. I mean, I'm not going to kick a Texas toast out of bed, but I'm a Frenchie. Okay. When it I'm, comes to toast? I'm all about French. I, I, I'd, I'd take uh, Texas toast in a second. Wow. Over French. Don't like sweet bread. Oof. Mm. Wow. Sorry, pun dulce. That's the, that's the <laughs> reality of the situation. You've got to face it. Okay. But Texas toast is so thick. And I know I it's so weird. It's so it's so much bread. And I want to be clear that I have only the only Texas toast I have ever had is the kind that you buy 
in like the freezer section of Costco. I don't think real Texans would approve. <laughs> like I have uh, I have an aunt. Freezer section of Costco. Suburban. I was alluding to those salsa commercials from a while back. I don't think that landed. Suburban. I wasn't sure if that I was. Remember that? I was like, is that a Texas accent? Yeah. It was, I was trying okay. for something that didn't work. You were work. like a New York City. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> trying to do, but yeah. Fucked it up. Hey, hey, Jesse. Was where's right. that Mother's Day energy? No, you're right. I'm breaking. Here it comes. It's back. I have a, I have an aunt who is a uh, real estate uh, real estate agent in northern suburban Northern Virginia. She specializes in lifestyle transitions. Shout out to Debbie Miller. Wow. And uh, she has always had. Th- she lived in a love beautiful ranch house, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of cooking out, and a lot of eating foods that were never available in my house it's like the kind of house where like there's there's like a a little fridge with sodas in it if you Uh, want a soda Mm -hmm. and that like suburban life of profligacy was never accessible to me as a young person so it really and also they like they they like tasty stuff like they eat like a nice steak Mm. at their cookout you know sure and so like that version of like american excess uh, but the, like the nice version, mm-hmm. I got there, and that's where I've had Texas toast. So I like associate it with a feeling of like, yeah, there's a pool here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's very specific. I know, but uh, but I associate uh, French toast with uh, not liking sweet breads. I mean, that's more general and fair. It's yeah. one of the sweetest breads. I do like sweet breads, though. <laughs> tiny, tiny bits oh, of brain. Oh, so that's where you lose me. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not a thing I'm going to uh, put in my mouth. Instead like of fried sweet bread, maybe? Instead, that of, like uh, on powder, instead of putting powdered sugar on French toast, what if it was tiny bits of brain? I would probably like that. I, like, I prefer a savory breakfast. Hmm. What can I say? Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. What was the thing we were talking about? You were about talking about, about what your you did for Day. Mother's Day. Oh yeah. So you had so, a you had a romantic meeting my where wife, you discussed no, breakfast. No, it didn't sound romantic. No, I'm yeah, be right. honest. Any meeting like our my romantic time when you have three children, uh, your romantic time with your wife is just confined to ten minute bursts of logistic discussions. Mm. And this was such a thing. She said, "I want you to still go to the flea market because Sunday is my flea market day." Mm-hmm. And she said, "But I and I don't and I love that you thought to make me." French toast, but I promised the kids donuts. So I went to get donuts for everybody, brought some donuts back. Very nice. Everybody had a nice donut, and then I went to the flea market, and uh, I made a mistake that I have never made in my life, which is I went to the wrong flea market. Mm -hmm. Which flea market do you normally go to? So there's a different flea market every weekend. There's different flea markets in different places every weekend, because they're all monthly events. Mm. So first, first Sunday is Pasadena City College, of course. Second Sunday, which we were celebrating, is the Rose Bowl. But I drove all the way to Long Beach. So I drove wow. to the furthest distance from my house in all of Los Angeles, which is Long Beach. Got literally all the way to the parking lot before I realized that I had to drive back all the way past my house across Los Angeles to go back to Pasadena, the other far corner of uh, of our county. And uh, then after that, you know, we, uh, my wife, uh, I took care of the kids while she took the dogs for a walk. This is like the kind of meaty Oof, romantic yeah. time when you yeah. have three children. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my great contribution to my wife's Mother's Day. She did text me and say, "Thank you for making me feel like I am loved." What, oh, what donuts did you nice. get? <laughs> uh, I went to this. Jordan man. just went right past that <laughs> sweet yeah. thing. Yep. 
Man, there was this older couple that owned the donut store near my house. Mm-hmm. It's called Happy Donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. And oh, wait. Where do you live? I live in Mount Washington. Yep, sure. Okay. I, I call it Happy D's. Yeah, so uh, I, 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 this older couple owned this do- and it's in this terrifying strip mall, not because there's like dangerous people around, just all the parking spots are too small. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I certainly mm, sure. do. Yeah. Like they're like 90% of the size of a car. Yeah. And so you're always over that oh, line yeah. a little. That's my laundromat. My laundromat has that has those terrifying spaces. Yeah, there's a laundromat in this strip mall. It's a laundromat, a donut place, a dry cleaner, and one of those stores that sells uh, food stamp food, mm-hmm. like a Wix store. Yeah, sure. So uh, anyway, I mean, and oh, and one of those like weird storefront car insurance places. <laughs> um, so this older couple that owned the donut store were so nice and one day they they were gone and the donut store was closed for like a month and i was so sad because i don't i don't like donuts more or less than the next person probably about average i like donuts but it's not my favorite my wife loves donuts mm. But so does mine. I would always go there. You guys got a couple of donut wives. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> Look at you two and your donut wives. And I would like. I don't honestly... know if she would like that name. <laughs> like, a hey, donut... if it, if there are any donut wives out there, any I'm I'm, I'm there. in the market. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you would you would do great with a donut. Wife. I would be a great donut husband. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I would be a very wife. loving donut husband. Yes. Uh, I would allow myself to be dunked in coffee. I don't know where. I feel like I would get more happiness than I had paid for from the donut store because a donut cost 75 cents. Mm -hmm. I felt like they gave me a dollar 25 of kindness and geniality in the process of buying my 75 cent donut. And I got scared because this was my top place in the whole neighborhood for looking at a friendly face. Mm hmm. New family bought it. Guess what? Just as fucking nice. There you go. These donut people, they're this amazing. Story they're getting really up at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they're getting this up at 3 o'clock in the morning to fry those nuts. This is twistier than the hit Netflix series Dead to Me. <laughs> no Linda uh, Cardellini in no this. No Linda Cardellini. No. Gosh, she's good in everything. Fortunately. Good so in good. everything. So fantastic. As uh, as is Christina Applegate. Look, it's a... It's a cast full of heavy hitters. It's a it's a good old cast. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Ed Asner. Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, Ed, Ed Asner is dream. in your show. Yes, he is. Does his shooting schedule work around <laughs> his theater crews? You know, we worked with him very closely on his schedule, and we were able to shoot him out, as we call it, uh, pretty quickly <laughs> so that he could, you know, live the rest of his very thriving life. A friend of no, my cousin, my cousin Mary was like, I just saw she lives in Indiana. She's like, I last week I saw Ed Asner was in a play here. <laughs> awesome. And I was like, no, that's not possible. <laughs> it was probably Larry Bird or something. It was Ed Asner. Wow. He's, he's like he tours the country Shit. doing theater. He is 89 years old. He just, he has to, Ed Asner has to work. He's got to work. And big poker player. Really? Oh. Loves to play So maybe poker. he's just trying to eradicate gambling debts then. Maybe. Yeah, he's just got a lot to pay off. But he's, no, he's, I mean, what a dream. Yeah. I, I you know, I wrote this part of this, uh, you know, elderly man into the show in a million years not thinking 
somebody like sure. Ed Asner would play it. And when the casting directors mentioned his name, I literally was like, I gasped. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, he's that. Why would? And and then, yes, he did it. And he's amazing. He's really funny. He's it? so and warm and, yeah. and just like. It's a very so much, sweet character. It's a very, and, yeah. yeah. Based, based in part off of my grandfather. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should mention Ed Asner as your grandfather. <laughs> I should have mentioned. Oh, it was okay. really well, beautiful that you guys a had a reunion because it was a strange cool yes, story. Yes. Ed Asner is only seven years older than my father. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> funny little family. Uh, Liz, how's your espresso sitting? We we talked before the show. You opted for a pre-show espresso. I did. I did. I'm. I'm. It's. It's. I think it helped. Uh-huh. I also took a little bit of E3 Live. Do you know what that is? No. That or it's called AFA. Is that a streaming service? Uh, it sounds like it. It's yeah. actually blue green algae. Oh, and it's real good for your brain parts. Is that one of the top algaes for your brain parts? Um, you know, I haven't checked the list, <laughs> the list of, of top algaes. Algae, um, but I think now that a you mention it, article yeah, no that. doubt, <laughs> right. no doubt, and uh, it's a, it's a definitely, it's got to be in the top five. It's, I mean, it has to be. It yeah. has to be. How do you? Is that a pill? Is that a droplet? It's a. It, it's um. Yes, I take it in pill form. You can take it in powder form. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you can get it in a smoothie if you live in a place like Los Angeles, sure. where they'll put just you can get basically anything, anything in, in a, a smoothie. smoothie. Jordan just got a bunch of crank in a smoothie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought it was a mimosa. Yeah. I was unclear. Uh, I mean, why I... were you smoking a smoothie to begin with? <sighs> Listen, when you ex- yes, a lot of things don't add up. I feel <laughs> yes. Looking back, yeah. I'm the asshole. Yeah. Uh, I am having an evening coffee. Uh, I don't usually, but um, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a little pooped. It's the end of the weekend. Yeah, it's seven, it's like seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah, I, um, I, I am like uh, adjusting to like life in a new office and like I'm oh. kind of at that point where I like I'm really trying to integrate myself into the like social circle of the office. Uh, Good for you. Thank you. Um, you know, makes the. I mean, you get. You know, makes makes the job easier if you're pals with everybody. May I ask what the job is? I'm sure your dear listeners know, but I, oh yeah, I don't. no, that's okay. It is worth. It is a. Uh, it is a uh, unannounced oh. animated DreamWorks project. How cool is that? Unannounced. Okay. So uh, I can tell you off mic. Uh, but that's great. No, it's, it's really, really fun. Well, and, and, but I like don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, I I didn't know anybody going into it, and like. They, you know, just automatically on Monday is just two hours of Game of Thrones discussion before oh, sure. uh, anything gets started. And like. And, I, and were you already watching? Yeah. So okay. I watch it, but I wasn't a, you know, I don't sit down on, you know, at six on Sunday to watch it. I sometimes let them build up, uh, you know, watch some on the weekend, maybe do two or three in a row. But I feel so obligated to watch it on Sunday night now just totally. so I don't get because I want to be in the cool kids club. Yeah. You want to be able to contribute to the con. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'm just I'm gonna make sure I stay awake for after this. Watch those thrones. Yeah. So I can be um, a guy with office friends. I'll tell you what I want them. <laughs> I want t- those office friends. I'll tell you what happens on Game of Thrones, Jordan. Hmm. All kinds of shit every week. Yeah. Yeah. Dragons. Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah. I have, I have not gotten there yeah. yet. Uh, I'm on episode two, I should say. Sexual. Spoiler alert. <laughs> sexual situation. <laughs> um, I do not watch it. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got it. You Incest. Seem, you seem to know. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, 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 There's some yeah, yeah. family sex. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they'll... Sometimes They'll be what you think is an incest, and then they'll be like, "You got a curveball coming, buddy." <laughs> Sorry, it. innocent audience member, yeah. <laughs> you've been cranking it to incest. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, you're also supposed to crank it while you watch. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you an old deal. You don't have to. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it sure is. Big sort of politely request yeah, that. Yeah, don't tell me when to crank it, HBO. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I mean. I'm going to have to change the channel for. <laughs> yeah. I'm cranking it during Barry. I told you. <laughs> I, I only that. crank it during Barry. Now, Barry, I watch. Barry is a very funny show. Yes, very funny show. Uh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. The, the, I think the most I've laughed at TV recently has been an episode of Barry where um, uh, Barry and one of his acting classmates are having this discussion backstage. It's kind of heated. And Henry Winkler runs in. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was the can. And his <laughs> pants are already down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was really it's about funny. the fewer funny things. Maybe I have a bad sense of humor. Anyway, <laughs> hard to say. Well, you know what? See how many office friends you make. Yeah, yeah. I should. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll check in with you in yeah, about a month. Know. I'll Thank let you know you. how many office friends Perfect. I've acquired, and Bo- then we can figure out how why I have I don't have more. Both of you are yes. television writers, mm-hmm. and when you're a television writer, you are working on projects that are, by their nature, somewhat transient. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, dead to me. We're looking at a 10- or 12-year run. (laughs) I'll take four. Uh, Yeah. But uh, I think, generally speaking, the nature of show business is such. You work on something for six months. You work on something for 18 months. Mm -hmm. So are all the offices the same, like, workplace culture, or is there a big difference between the the places? Oh, it's different every time. Different every time. It starts at the top. So it's like whoever's in charge, they're they're kind of creating the vibe. Mm-hmm. They're setting the ethos. And it's, you know, generally they hire people that either, you know, reflect their paradigm and energy level and all of that. Or, you know, in, in some cases they're looking to, like, diversify and make it, like, a really interesting, uh, challenging group of people. But uh, no two are the same. It's, What's I've, your thing? Like, mostly Nerf guns? Uh, boy, this guy gets me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Old Nerf gun Feldman over here. <laughs> I mean, he, I've never felt more seen. <laughs> um, I, um, I'm the, the boss yeah. at my job, which is a really interesting thing. And, um, uh, you know, I've worked primarily for writers rooms as they often are that are predominantly men, mm-hmm. um, where I am talked over. And where I'm interrupted or, you know, every woman is sort of dealt the same kind of um, unintentional, I think, often disregard. So I try to um, create an environment where everybody, specifically women, but everybody feels uh, like they have something to say and they can be heard. And I try to be kind so I start from that place of like I'm I I've worked for lots of people who are really smart and talented, but maybe not the like nicest people in the world. Sure. And um, so I really value kindness and uh, you know supportive uh, lovingness. Hmm. I had kind of like a work. It was like basically a work situation, like a group work situation where that was a big problem. We solved it by. Uh, Piggy found this conch shell. So that this is Lord of the Flies. <laughs> okay. Anyway, if I can suggest a team yeah. building activity, maybe kill a pig, slit her throat, spill her blood, put the hat on a stick. That's... How do you how do you think we spent the first week of dead to me? Okay. <laughs> okay. Out in the jungles. Okay. Um, and uh, probably smash Piggy's glasses is also another suggestion. Okay. All right. Good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. Uh, do any team building stuff? Are you doing? I mean, um, trust falls. 
you know, it's a pretty small room. Uh, it's about uh, six full-time writers, two part-time writers. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily – I think team building is 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 really great and, and for some environments I think super important. We go out to drinks. That's nice. Yeah. And I just, you know, like – and, you know, we also spend some amount of the morning talking about whatever we were watching the night before, sure. what's going on in our lives. And Dead to Me in particular is a show where every writer really brings a lot of their own personal kind of stuff. And so it it often ends up feeling a bit like group therapy but like in a fun way. Yeah. I mean it is like yeah. there's a lot of like – Grief in the show. Yes, the show is about grief and loss yeah. and forgiveness and friendship. Hmm. And so, you know, there everybody in that room has experienced some level of that. I mean, we all have experienced some. If you're an adult on this planet, you've experienced some level I've of grief and loss. Never experienced friendship. Oh well, that is yeah. very sad. But. New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys seem like – this is a pretty aspirational friendship between these <laughs> colleagues. two. Colleagues. Yeah. Colleagues, got it. <laughs> Pleasant colleagues. <laughs> we don't discuss Game of Thrones or anything. Okay. Well, that's too deep. Does your room have a show? Well, you know, I – so we were writing – you know, we, we haven't been picked up for a second season mm-hmm. yet. So we're not back in the room. But when we were writing the first season, I was really I, – I had just been really into um, Killing Eve. Killing Eve rules. It's a, a really – I mean, that especially that first season, I just was yeah. like, what is this incredible yeah. thing? Um, and also the first season of Barry. Mm-hmm. So I sort of asked everybody to watch those um, just because tonally we're in a range of that. Yeah. Um, you know, ours is definitely has more um, – I guess, I don't know, uh, bitter sweetness to it. Sure. But um, I was really inspired by by those two shows just, just in their tone and like their interesting, you know, slightly genre bending quality. So so we definitely talked about those two shows um, and, you know, talked about, you know, all when you watch the show, you'll see that it's, it's, a, it's a very person. It's a very like heartfelt show so it, there's a lot of like uh, sharing a lot of sharing in the, in uh, the room this uh season of killing eve a lot of zany outfits <laughs> have you noticed how there's so much more so many more zany outfits i feel like they're having fun they are having they're, a, having, fun. they're having a great time yeah the, the, and and i love the music i just it's just yeah, an enjoyable watch yeah. and and that jodie comer i mean Boy. obviously of course sandra O's oh fantastic and she's been you know <clears throat> she won the emmy and, um and maybe even the golden globe but um Jodie Comer, my God. Yeah, with like Sandra Oh, it's like, well, it's like we're we're used to her being great. Right. But with her, it's like, who the fuck is this yes. giving the world's greatest TV performance and is hilarious and does nine accents? Yes, she's so... And also stabs people in the eye. Riveting. I'm not surprised. I don't watch the show, but I'm not surprised to hear about the zany outfits. I thought after the first showrunner left after that first season... I honestly thought Carl Lagerfeld was a pretty surprising choice mm-hmm. to replace her. But I like... I like from the pictures I've seen. I like what they're doing. Yeah, pig mask was his idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we, I'm guessing, Brian. Maybe you can nod or thumbs up or whatever. Uh, I bet our our showdown from two weeks ago probably yielded a lot of shit. Let's take a break. Let's we'll come do. back. We'll talk about this showdown because I'm very excited to get into it. It'll be great. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Liz Feldman, the woman in the booth. Hmm. 
bum, bum, bum. <laughs> uh, Jordan, we're going on tour. We are going on tour. The Summer Boys of Summer Tour. That's the one. Starting June 12th, uh, we'll be uh, coming to many of America's finest cities. Minneapolis, Chicago, Seattle, Portland, Brooklyn, Boston, Washington, D.C., Austin, Texas, and... Los Angeles, California. We're not prepared to release the date on that one, right, Brian? But that's happening. Yeah. It's, it's happening. We're, we're finalizing the date right now. Dates oh, so to come. It's going to be so good. Uh, get those tickets at MaximumFun.org slash Summer. They are going fast, and if you don't get them, you can't see the show. You know, that's a really good point. That's my A lot of people don't know that. If you don't get a ticket, you can't, can't see, see the, the show. show. You know what they say. If you if don't you, get a ticket, you can't see the show. Can't see the show. Yep. Yep. Can't see the show. Uh, Liz, uh, for your yeah. information, okay. we have been doing something on the show, a segment which we have not named. Yeah. Bad producing on our part, perhaps, but you know what? Fuck you, listener. <laughs> um, should we call it the JJ Go Showdown? Yes. Okay. Yes, we should. AJ Go Showdown. That seems like a great name. Yeah, where we are polling listeners. What about the Coliseum? The JJ Go Coliseum? Yeah. Sure. Or just the Coliseum. What if we want to bring it to another show, like if you fire me? Oh, okay. <laughs> then it could be the I Comedy wanna, Bang Bang uh, yeah, we Coliseum. Bring it over to Scarborough Country. Yeah. You could probably work on that show. The Coliseum. Yeah, the Showdown. The, the Thunderdome. The Circle of Judgment. The Circle of Judgment. The, what about Jordan Jesse Go colon Brian spends his whole life counting emails? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, let's call it that. Okay, uh, we are we are kind of guessing how many listeners do a certain thing or have experienced a certain thing. Okay, and Jesse will make a guess, and I will make a guess, and then Brian will kind of collect the data, and then we'll come back and kind of see who could collect the most listeners. This is okay. it's a data economy, Liz. Cool, cool. You work at you work for the Netflix Corporation. You know a little something about the data economy. We're learning details of our listeners' lives so we can put together a composite picture, and we learn how do you motivate soccer moms in Minnesota? Sure. How do you get them to the polls? You know. Hmm. How do you uh, how how do you decide what toothpaste? Uh, what I call motorcycle grandpas buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm sure. saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the kind of information we're gathering about our listeners, and eventually our goal is to kind of control their minds and make them into a like a freelance army, mm. like an army of fortune, kind of soldier of fortune thing. Sure. And just tens of thousands of Jordan Jesse Go listeners converge on one spot. We declared an independent nation. Okay. The only food... Is spaghetti and meatballs. But oh, oh, I should say a lot of this is new information to me. I have not heard about the there is declaring an independent nation. Unlimited of this. Uh-huh. spaghetti and meatballs. Of course, there's sauce. Mm-hmm. This is. I'm just gonna throw this Please, out there. Please, yes. Feels a little culty. Yeah, and especially with your beard. <laughs> there's a there's yeah. a, just a tiny bit of like a. 
you know. Right. Uh, the, maybe this is all leading to a mass wedding. A little, or, yeah. or, or suicide. Sure, you know, sure. Something, We're going to move. There's a darkness. Yeah, see, right. We're going to move into the dorms at Sarah Lawrence. Ooh. We're going to control some mod. No. No, we're, we're yeah. not going to do that. Just the mass wedding. Yeah, just Got the it. mass wedding. Just, just the, the mass wedding. Thing. It's going to yeah. be very chill, though. It's yeah. kind of a low-key thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not in a church. Just like with friends, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, buy a newspaper. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, last week, uh, we each win. And just for you, I have not been able to win one of these things to save my life. Okay. I and is it been... Price of Right rules or Price is Right rules? or? Uh, um... No. I mean, I think that might be a fun wrinkle to add at a certain point, see who can hit 50 or see who can hit 100 or okay. can get the closest. But it's just pure volume at this point. Pure volume. Who can, who can, who can get the most. Okay. Uh, I have been... I have not been doing well at this. Okay. Jesse's... I'm still not 100% sure what you are talking about. So, okay. Oh, no, no, um, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we've done a bad job it. explaining it. No, no, you have. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just not sure what uh, the actual so, is. So, well, to give it any, so last week's, yeah. Jesse thinks that there are more listeners have. Can you describe your thing? Because it was. I've written, well, initially, I went with have ridden uh, in a motorcycle sidecar. Okay. Or on one of those three-wheel motorcycles. So which one? Which one? Which, which I thought is more? that I thought th- that group of people who have done one of those two things would be more than Jordan's. Then Jordan said something. I'm going to be frank. I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was how many of our listeners own a replica weapon from a movie? And then I was like, it, and he also said that Harry Potter wands count. It's a weapon. They have offensive capabilities. <laughs> so wands. Okay, have well offensive... that changes. That changes. I felt like that was out of scale sure. with mine. Like I'm like three wheel motorcycles. He goes with replica weapon. Of course, our listeners all have we- replica weapons. I don't know. We've been surprised a lot in this. So. I expanded mine a little bit okay. to include uh, tuk-tuks, which are a type of motorcycle taxi popular in Southeast Asia. Tuk-tuks. So if, if they've even ridden on one, not, not been the driver of yeah, it. But even ridden, even on, ridden on it. Even okay. ridden on a tuk-tuk. I don't know how many of our listeners drive tuk-tuks. I know we have at least one listener who drives a pedicab, mm-hmm. but I don't know if anybody drives a tuk If anybody out there drives a tuk-tuk, you're fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Where'd you get the tuk tuk? Maybe they, maybe they, uh, maybe they're in Bangkok. So, and also our guest Nick Adams. His guess was um, how many people have had a back and forth with a supernatural creature. Yeah. A back and forth. Uh, so it can't just be seeing one. You have to have interacted, interacted with it directly. With it. Wow. So, so the guess here is who has the biggest number? Yeah. Yes. Do you have any just thoughts off the top of your head? My th- my thoughts are people who have interacted with a supernatural. I think though the number might be higher than we think, I don't think anybody would admit to it. Okay. Um, or if they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It feels right. like the kind of thing you keep to yourself. <laughs> it has to be like a bing, bang, bong. Like it has to go, you have to go like, hey, supernatural creature. They say, what's going on, Frank? And then you say, ah, just chilling. Right. So that's bing, a, bang, that's bong. A, that's, a, that's a big, a bing, bang. that's a big, bing, bang, bong. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to, I would think I would go with a, uh, um, tuk-tuk, your, yours, You're Jesse. including, you like tuk-tuk? Have you ever been in a tuk-tuk? Um, I, I have not. I haven't been on any of the things that you mentioned. None of the three. None I haven't either. I have not either. But I also don't own a replica weapon. <sighs> not even a wand, huh? No. I know what somebody's getting for their birthday. Oh, my birthday is next week. Oh, nice. So. My birthday was last week. Happy birthday. Yeah. A couple of Tauruses over here, I think. I'm a Gemini. Oh. Figures. I'm on the cusp. I'm cusp. cuspy. Cuspy. Yeah. I'm a Taurus. Oh, yeah? 
Fun. Happy birthday to us. Look at us. A couple of a couple of real bulls. Yeah, a couple of stubborn eaters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's what Tauruses do. They're stubborn and they eat. They're you're grounded. Yes. Yes. Sure. And family oriented. That, I mean, that's us to a I team. I mean, look yep. at you and Brad. A Taurus. No. No. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I have, I have actually never done any of this either. I'm trying to think if I owned a replica weapon. Seems like something. Seems I would like have. something you would. It does. It, it, it tracks. I've definitely had like toy lightsabers and stuff, but I think what we're trying to get across is it's something a little more professional, something that was kind of made to like, it's a it, not just something you would buy at Target. But right. Here's the context, Liz. The context for this is, and the reason why I really blew my top when Jordan's, mm-hmm. and oh. I'm as cool as a cucumber ordinarily. <laughs> Obviously. Sure. But in this situation, I really blew my top mm-hmm. at my friend, my colleague. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I... I really, I mean, steam coming out of my hmm. ears. People, people at the factory next door thought they were getting off work Got because it. I was so like a prospector who just learned his salsas from New York City. <laughs> exactly. Not, uh, not uh, what's that? What's, what's it? Where Pace Pacani sauce is made? Where uh, San Antonio? San I think. Antonio. Well, people know what mm-hmm. salsa should taste like. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm a few weeks ago. Weeks ago, one of our questions was, "How many of our listeners own a fez?" Wow! Now, own a fez seems like it would be a limited group, especially when I narrowed it down to just non-costume fez. It has to be a real fez, oh, like a like a like from Morocco or whatever. Got it. Like it's got to be a, a style nice fez. real fez. Got it. It can't be a like a costume store bullshit. Whatever, Fez. Now, it turns out one of the Doctor Who's wore a Fez a couple of times in an episode. And so just because of that, it was like 250 of our listeners have Fez. That's a Venn diagram right there. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not trying to put too fine a point on it, Liz, but we may have a profile. <laughs> All right. I'm starting to see that. Yeah. <laughs> So, so so then, then like, that makes me want to change my answer. Maybe you got uh, this Harvey okay. Porter stick because I didn't know your demographic. That you know, I didn't. You, that's helpful information. It is. I no, might it's good. I might go for I might replica go for replica weapon. weapon. And by the way, I I should mention I have had a back and forth with the supernatural. Really? Yes. Do you care to talk about it? It was a very weird thing. Uh huh. Where you know. Was it just a run of the mill? Just a run of the ghost mill. Interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not scary or anything like that. But yeah, a mummy stole your parking space. We there was a light flickering situation yeah. at at my old house, uh-huh. and um, it, it, the light flickered and it was sort of random. And then we were we were a little bit like that was weird. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. And we're like, turn the light off. Turn the light off. And the light went off. Wow. Wow. That's a classic bing, bang, boom. I mean, that's as bing, bang, boomy as you're going to get. Uh, have you? Did you look into, like, the history of the house? Did you... It was like a, you know, it was essentially an apartment. It was one unit in a triplex. Yeah. And, I mean, old, definitely from, like, sure. the 20s or 30s. But I don't know, man. Yeah. That, all I know is that happened. Ghosts love a triplex. 
Yeah, and they they love a Bing Bang Boom. They love a Bing Bang Boom because you can use the other. You can you can live in one unit and use the other ones for income. Mm. <laughs> That's why they like. That's that. why they like it. Yeah. Uh, so Brian, do we have any? Do you want to present us with any information? Do we have calls? Our producer Brian Sunny D Fernandez has spent the last two weeks counting emails. He has a job, by the way, like mm-hmm. besides producing this show. The poor man. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I think it's actually it, – it, it'd be interesting to give you guys the numbers uh, both with the extra add-ons, the Harry Potter wand and the tuk-tuks, mm-hmm. and without them because they're two different uh, – <laughs> they're two different answers. Oh, yeah. wow. That does not surprise me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let's um, – Let's start with without, I guess? Yeah, okay. Let's do without. So um, if we're not counting the tuk-tuks and the Harry Potter wands uh, – there were 40 replica weapons and 33 three-wheeled motorcycles. Wow. wow. That is that way is, closer than I thought it was going to be. That's also close. a lot lower than I expected Me too. it to be. I thought, the second you said replica weapons, I think, I was like, there's 100 people Easy. who are just in stormtrooper clubs. Right. Where they have laser swords. No, so we said our highest. Yeah, our we highest, said no blasters. Oh, no blasters. Yeah, it had to be like bladed weapons or like something uh, you hold. So it couldn't be guns. Even though blasters have offensive capabilities. Right, but it had to be a yeah. It had to be a bladed weapon. You Got know, it. if we take blasters like out of it, blade on a stick. There's yeah. probably three or four blasters in that number, so we might <laughs> okay. be down to like thirty-seven to thirty-three. Okay. Well, I mean, I think the blasters don't affect it that much. No, no, no. Uh, and do you and, have any fact, data on this on the separation between uh, sidecars and three-wheel motorcycles? Uh, sidecars by far were the big number. <laughs> okay. Twenty-three sidecars. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would. Re- I would let. I. I am not a motorcycle guy. And I understand intellectually that I think sidecars make motorcycles more dangerous. But I love the idea of driving on a, around on a motorcycle with, like, my little army friend in the sidecar. Who's Got your little it. army yeah, who friend? who is that now? Uh, I, well, he's more of a colleague. <laughs> <laughs> but who are you talking about? <laughs> uh, his name's uh, Bailey. Beetle Bailey. Okay, mm, sure. Yeah. There he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and what about the supernatural encounters? Bing bang boom. Bing bang uh, boom. Where's, supernatural... Tell us about those bing bang booms. So, supernatural encounters were tricky because they're uh, clear bing bang booms. Hold on, I'm changing the name. By the way, bing bang boo. Oh, that's bing good. bang boo. That's good. Very nice. So, the amount done. of bing bang boos that there were, uh, clear ones, were probably. Eight or nine. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, Single digits. Okay. But there were four different paralysis monster people, um, which- Uh, I'm sorry. I've actually (laughs) had that. It's the, if you have sleep paralysis- Oh, uh, okay. Where you, you know, you can't move briefly. Uh, Oftentimes, something that accompanies that is thinking you see a, like- Tall shadow man shape. Sure, uh, and I've had that. It's really so, scary. Wow, that's but scary. I don't. I don't think it's a, a. To me personally, I don't think it's a supernatural thing. I think it's a. It's know, not a bing bang boo. It's not a bing bang boo. It, it's to really not, you, yeah. to me, to you, to others, maybe. Maybe you have a relationship with shadow creature. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you're maybe in a you relationship. A, you are engaged to a shadow yeah. creature, <laughs> and they uh, they died playing chicken uh, at the point. Right. Sure. It happens. Um, They're so reckless. There weren't as many, uh, obviously, spirit encounters here, but they were the best stories. Like, yeah. They all obviously had the best stories. So um, maybe we could circle back to that if you want. Or do you want to do the big numbers? Let's, no, let's, let's hear a let's story. Hear a call. Let's hear a story. La, 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 la. 
Hey, Jordan, Jesse Go listeners, it's Jesse. I'm just breaking in for a second uh, from a voice memo on my phone that I'm recording at home the night this episode came out. Uh, this caller gave us their pronouns, which were they, them pronouns at the end of the call. And somehow all of us who were sitting there totally missed them and we totally misgendered them and we feel like real turds. Uh, but we talked to them about it, apologized and everything, and uh, they asked that we leave the call in because they thought it was fun to be on Jordan Jesse Go. So we're honoring their wishes, leaving it in, but uh, obviously uh, know that it's going to happen, especially if it's something that is a sensitive issue for you. Uh, and we apologize. We are a bunch of dumbbells. La, 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 la. Jordan, hey Jesse, hey guys. This is a poll response from your last episode with Nick Repeat Adams. You guys wanted to know if we had been on a tuck tuck, if we had a non bladed weapon, if that was a, a replica from a movie, or if we had had a supernatural experience. Turns out I have all three. I have a Harry mm-hmm. Potter wand. Um, that's a replica from Universal Studios. Ride the movies. I have run, ridden in a tuk-tuk when I lived mm-hmm. in Beijing, and I've had several encounters with a haunted Japanese <laughs> doll that would respond oh, to your actions. MG. Okay, so uh, then, thank God, she called back to clarify about the haunted Japanese doll. I mean, doll. I would hope so. You should, yeah. yes. Good for her. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Hi. Jesse. Hi, guests again. Um, I thought that it would lend some clarity to my previous <laughs> call. I had called saying that I had done all three of your most recent poll answers, meaning I had a Harry Potter wand, I've ridden the Tuck Tuck in Beijing, I also have had encounters with a Japanese doll. I thought that you might want some more details about that Japanese doll. So my mom's friend lived with us for a while, and she had this haunted doll that when it was displeased, it would disturb things in the room. Primarily, if you were in the room with it and it was in its closet, it would close the closet door. So that closet door would just close if it didn't like what you were doing in the room, if you were being too loud, whatever. And if it really was upset with you, occasionally, when your back was turned, you would just feel something hit you in the back, and you would turn around and you would see a little doll shoe. Um, this doll lived in a glass case and had, like, silk doll shoes on, so there's really no way that that could have hit you unless this doll was indeed haunted. I guess you could say that the closet door, you know, could have been a fluke, but, you know, a doll shoe hitting you in the back randomly is um, kind of lends credence to the whole haunted thing. I don't really believe in ghosts, even though they terrify me, and that's really the one reason that I think that this is true, is because I've been hit with a haunted doll shoe before. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you so much. By the way, my name's Born. I live in Missouri, and I use they, them pronouns. Thank you so much for the show. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Feldman, go. I Okay, here's what's crazy. Yes. When I was growing up, 
my like childhood best friend, her mother collected Japanese dolls, so I know exactly what she's talking about. Wow. It is a like this beautiful porcelain, you know, not the kind of doll you play with. Like sure. it's like a you know, it's a for show. Doll. A display doll. And the, they are creepy. And also that house was creepy. Yeah. And I don't so I don't know if there's a connection there. Did you ever get hit with a shoe? Did not get so is she saying that she would get hit with a doll shoe yeah. that came from outside of somehow got outside of the case and then hit her in the back? I think so. That's what she's saying. I mean that's really that's yeah. pretty creepy. It's really creepy. Pretty similar to this happened to me mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um one year for my birthday, I got this group of very unusual birthday gifts. Mm-hmm. I got my brother I lived in England at the time. Mm-hmm. My brother is this gave Lord of the me, Flies again. <laughs> my brother gave what me movie a, is this? Yeah, I'm trying cupboard. to guess. Yeah, my brother gave me a cupboard. Mm. And Indian then, in the cupboard. My yeah. Okay. Yay! I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, we got the information came to life, and it's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, those were great. Yeah, I heard this was a kid. Yeah. Um, I wanted more information. I want so much more information. <laughs> Not just about the doll, but about the wand. What's the core? Is it a unicorn tail? What house are you in? Are you a Ravenclaw? We need this information. Flarpendorf. <laughs> you oh okay. You Flarpendorf is not one of the houses. Crippendorf's tribe. <laughs> yes, it's Crippendorf's tribe. Uh, wow. Okay. So great story. Very creepy. Wow. Uh, Brian, do you want to present us with the numbers? If you do include Harry Potter wands and tuk-tuks? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can give you a couple fun little wand things. I would love to hear a fun little wand thing. Uh, so someone says that they have a replica Hermione wand mm-hmm. um, that they keep on their nightstand. It has a button that lights up the tip, and she uses it as a flashlight to oh, go to the I bathroom. Me too! <laughs> I really thought you were going somewhere. I have a wand in my nightstand. <laughs> and uh, Tip lights up. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, one listener makes their own custom wands that you can buy on oh, Etsy. Okay. So They're very sick nice. of fucking assembly line wands. Yeah. You want homemade wands made with care and magic. Um, And then uh, one person said uh, they have a bunch of wands. And one time uh, they went to the park and realized they forgot theirs at the hotel. And Mm. they didn't want to walk all the way back. So they bought another one right at the the park. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She said, I'm the younger sister, but God help me. I'm not living without a wand at Harry Potter World. That's a lot of throwaway wand money. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those are big shots yeah, listening to this show. Not, uh, What's cheap. she going to do? Yeah. Turn around and march back to her hotel room? No. Not no. She's big balling <laughs> like The Rock on the hit show Ballers. <laughs> That's exactly what she's like. Um, all right, okay, Brian. So let's, here are the numbers. Yeah. So, uh, well, actually, um, so I already got a new question I want to know about. <laughs> okay. The, the Tuck Tucks really went, ran away with it, honestly. Wow. Uh, it was the international yep. travel that put it over the top. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were 70 Tuck Tucks. Wow. And 28 Harry Potter wands. Ooh. Wow. Um, and that's 28 people who have Harry Potter wands. Not uh, mo- A lot of the Harry Potter people have multiple wands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I win this one. <laughs> so if we were counting those, it might be a little higher, but the total is 103. In terms of three-wheeled motorcycles and tuk-tuks to 68 wow. for replica weapons. Jeez. Not even close. Yeah, bloodbath. I got to tell you this. There was a time when I doubted myself this week. Not mm-hmm. unlike probably the Golden State Warriors uh, after they lost a uh, game four and, mm-hmm. and it was locked up with the Rockets. I'm sure they doubted themselves. Mm. Um, and, you know, certainly they doubted themselves after Kevin Durant hurt his calf. I don't have to explain this to you guys now. And uh, I thought to myself, you know... 
maybe I should have included those crazy uh, Philippine buses. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know somebody made a documentary about them. They're they're wild. They're amazing. All kinds of customizations and and stuff like that. I thought well, maybe maybe those uh, you know crazy color uh, colorful beautiful buses of uh, Mexico or India to other places mm. with famous crazy buses. Mm-hmm. But then I said to myself, Jesse. Why are you questioning yourself? This is what you're good at. Sure. This is your gift. Mm-hmm. You know, God gave you a voice. Sing out. Mm. It's you beautiful. I mean? Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. I'm a sort of an inspirational figure. Yeah, I can. For me, you are right, right in this sort moment. Sort of like Brene Brown. Sort of. For dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think what is what is winning these, the, the, the factor that, I think we're seeing is influencing these is it's all it's travel based. It's vacation based. Like I think elephants was huge because people have been on elephants when they travel. I think your audience is well traveled. Yeah, I guess so. Um, So, Yeah, I think. And I am leaning on like I mean, leaning on kind of like like pop nerd stuff. Right. uh, Which is doing well. But I mean, I think, you know, uh, it seems like you got to leave the country. (laughs) You got to leave the country. Yeah, I got I got something here. Okay. And I don't think this is I don't think this is going to be a huge one. Mm-hmm. It's just one where I, I want to know the answer. So I, I think a lot of our listeners probably do karate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or have done karate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Jordan, you did karate, right? Yeah, I did karate lessons as a kid. Me too, buddy. Sure. I got like four or six lessons. Hiya. Exactly. <laughs> put your uh, fist upside down and then put it right side up when you're punching. Mm-hmm. Ha! Yeah, you Maybe. got it. You didn't need any more lessons. How many Jordan Jesse Go listeners have done karate in real life? <laughs> okay. Not oh, in a, wow. In a not outside karate the studio. outside the karate contest or the karate practice room mm-hmm. or dojo. No, I call it a studio. Sorry. <laughs> Clearly, I have not done karate. Well, for example, one place you could do it Pilates studio. Right. That would count. Go. That would count. That counts That's as karate. real life. Okay. A recording studio but when there's, counts as real life. Ha! But when you're practicing mm-hmm. karate mm-hmm. in it, it's a dojo. Yeah. Any any place can be a dojo. And even if... the human heart. Wow. Go ahead. Wow. wow. I guess there's a new Brene Brown for dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I don't think I know who that is. Uh, oh, look her up. Okay. What an inspirational figure. She's That's friends great. with for the, real. She's friends with our friend Liz Gilbert. Oh. That's all you need to know. Oh, she's yeah. Golden, golden with us. So I'm also going to say I'm interested to know if you practice a non-karate martial art and you've had, and you've done that in real life. I'm interested in that too. But I want you to clarify what martial art you've done. Now, would Tai Chi count? Because you can do – I have people do that everywhere. The push hands or – I'm just talking about – I know. I'm not talking just about a venue. I'm talking about a practical use. Oh, you're okay. – Have you karateed someone? Yeah. Have you ever karateed someone or – Jeet Kune Do'd someone mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm going to say is it's got to be an actual martial art. So if you just took self-defense class where you learn to kick people in the shins, then the balls, then the head, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I'm all for everyone empowering themselves to defend themselves, especially people who live under the possible threat of violence. That's great. You know, defend yourself. Be proud. Be strong. That's my purse. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. However... I, I'm specifically interested in martial arts training. Gotcha. Okay. Used in a practical context. Okay. 
And I think mine will be, have you ever interacted with someone who is on Buffy the Vampire Slayer or its spinoff Angel? <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. What about I'm doubling Buffy? down. What about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer comic books? What if we met like the oh, artist? Like of... Brian K. Vaughn? Yeah. What if you met? I've met BKV. So? A nice man. Okay, yeah. Someone who has worked on a something in the Buffy universe. Okay, so let's do. Okay. Even let's, the Angel and Faith comics. If you've met, so your first level, yeah. this is a two-level right. situation. Your first level is the television programs. Yeah. And we're just talking about primary cast and writers or also crew and... Uh, yeah, if you guess met a, a, a grip, someone who was a grip on Buffy, sure. <laughs> you met the best boy. Yeah. Okay. And then the second level is extended universe. David Boreanaz's personal assistant. <laughs> yeah. He's probably had more than one over the years. I bet he has. He is not loyal. Now, can I jump in and give one? Yeah. Would oh, you please? That yeah. would, we I would mean, love Liz, that. It would be really good. We would love if that. You could. Thank you. I want to know <laughs> how many people mm-hmm. have eaten something in their fridge that had something on it that had already turned, <laughs> uh-huh. but they took that piece of it off and <laughs> ate it anyway. <laughs> That's everybody. I don't know. Really? We'll not see. We'll not, see. You're not cleaning off your cheese sometimes. I'm. I'm. I didn't. You got think... a hard cheese that gets a little mold on the I outside. Feel like you cut the you're rind threatened off. Threatened by the strength of that yeah. question. Fuck guilt. Like, yeah. Honestly, I'm going to be frank, Liz. Liz, I I consider you a colleague. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I think that's a compliment. Right now, I am blowing my top. Good. She came to play, Jesse. She came blowing to play. I'm throwing down. Yeah. I'm literally saying, like, there is something that has clearly <laughs> turned on your food, and you cut that piece off and eat it anyway. That is not everyone. But does that include cheese? Yes. Yeah. Why would it not food. include cheese? Because Why are you... cheese is fundamentally moldy. No, it is not fundamentally moldy. It easily turns moldy. That's different. Yeah. Okay. What about stink cheeses that are moldy? No, I that so I will okay. Yeah. I will disavow any pre-molded <laughs> foods. Okay. Like a blue cheese or any kind of stinky cheese. Or just magic mushrooms. <laughs> no, that yes. they don't count. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a whole other question. Uh okay. This is like okay. we got you listeners, you have your marching orders. Who's going to call me next week when I win? I think we'll. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the trophy engraved Thank and sent you. over to your house. I think this I think this cheese thing blows the top off the whole situation. Oh wow. Uh, you know, we have been I think if there's if there's one constant in the Jordan Jesse Go Coliseum, yeah. which is what we're calling it now. Yeah. It's the Sorry, I think it's the Sclarbo Country. <laughs> the Sclarbo Country Coliseum. <laughs> Dumb People Town Coliseum. Is that you can't predict it. You right. can't yeah, you don't predict know. it. You would have thought wild. That, you would have thought there'd be more people out there with Harry Potter. Moms. Absolutely. I thought. I thought. I thought this was my week. I was finally going to get one of these. Yeah. Honestly, it, it I didn't thought you were too. Me. If I had a, if I had to put money on the thing, I'd sure. have put the, I'd have bet the money on my colleague Jordan Morris. Yeah. I mean, I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm the lovable loser of this game. I'm yeah. the Cubs or whatever. Yeah. You're the Brene Brown of dipshits. <laughs> sure. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, we'll see. And yeah, Liz, I'll uh, I'll make sure to uh, to have the prize money sent over. <laughs> There's ten thousand dollars. Oh is, my god! Yeah, it's the same as America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh my god! I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna find out that not only does everybody cut a little bit of mold off their cheese, but one time in like 1979, Doctor Who 
cut some mold off, off of a chicken right. salad sandwich. Right, and so sandwich. people do it I'm going to be totally tribute. honest with you. I've never seen Doctor Who. I don't know any Doctor Who references. So if that happens, that is pure circumstance. Pure intuition. Intuition, Or I intuition. Think. Thank you. Can I tell you something, Liz? Yeah. Don't doubt yourself. Thank you. Girl, God gave you a voice. That's right. Sing <laughs> out. You know what? I will. It'll be atonal, but I will sing out. That's all you can do. God, it's gorgeous. God, I love I love the sound of the voice. Mm-hmm. Just sing into the heaven. Yeah. God bless us all. We'll be right back on Jordan Jessica. Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you, you take on that theater accent, and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> So join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hi, I am Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cashin. Together we host a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Uh, we're both stand-up comics. We recently met each other because women weren't allowed to work together on the road or in gigs for a long, long time. And so our friendship has been unfolding on this podcast for a couple of years. Jackie constantly works the road. I write for Conan and then I work the road in between. We do a lot of stand-up comedy. And so we celebrate stand-up and yes. we also bitch about it. We keep it to an hour. We don't have any guests. We somehow find enough to talk about every single week. So find us. You can subscribe to The Jackie and Laurie Show at MaximumFun.com org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, bye. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Liz Feldman, this guy. I have an update. Yeah. So two of our listeners, mm-hmm. two tuppies, as we call them. P- p- pardon? Tuppies. Tuppies? It's a cute word that George made up for Tupperwares. Okay. Oh. Shortens it. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> Gives it Be a clear. sense of irreverence mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two tuppies competing right now in the syndicated television smash hit, Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um which is being dominated by some guy. Yeah. But they're taking a break from his Jeopardy dominance for the Jeopardy Teachers Tournament. And these two listeners are competing in the That's Jeopardy Teachers Tournament. Fantastic. What what are they called, Brian? Matthew and Joe. Matthew and Joe both won their first round matches. So they're coming back for the next round. And you know what? I think they're going to wipe the floor with the competition. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and if you're watching, uh, give, cheer them on with the hashtag JJGoPerD. JJ, how would you spell that? Don't know. <laughs> Take a swing at it. <laughs> I'm not the boss of you.
Who the fuck cares? <laughs> it's Mother's Day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it big. Uh, I don't know. We don't know if they're competing against each other in the next. They have not competed against each other yet, but maybe they are in the next round. I should hope so. It's impossible that, to know. That says something very complimentary about your listening base. They're a bunch of smarties. Bunch of brainiacs. Yeah, real smart folk. Poindexters. <laughs> yeah, a lot of four eyes. Uh, I was going the positive route. <laughs> okay. We're just teasing them at this point. We're bullying them via podcast. Come on, Liz. If we didn't alienate listeners, we'd be a success. Sure. <laughs> uh, Liz, yeah, uh, Jordan, I would love to, before we go, push listeners once again to watch your terrific television program, Dead to Me, on Netflix. Thank I'm you so really much. enjoying it. I think our listeners will enjoy Thank it. Thank you. And uh, couldn't couldn't be more excited that somebody who I used to get coffee for when I was a PA, <laughs> has created a TV show. Thank you so much. Uh, you 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 were excellent Thank you. at getting coffee. And look, now I'm a guest on your show. Yeah. So lots of stuff can happen of course. in 15 years, <laughs> 12 years, I yeah. think, maybe, 13 years. But yes, please watch the show. It's a, it's a, it's a show about grief, loss, forgiveness, friendship. Um, and it's funny. It is also funny. Yeah. It's all that stuff. Christina and more. Applegate, Linda Cardellini giving some of the greatest performances, I think, on TV right now. They're terrific. They're it? just so really just riveting, I think. I have a Christina Applegate adjacent question. So okay. Christina Applegate is for the past, what now, 25 years? She's been in the business for 40 Six years wow. because she's forty-seven and she started at three months. Okay, yeah. So good, good in everything. I think we can agree. Agree. Always does a great job. Absolutely. Katie Segal. Yep. Good in everything. Always does a sure. great job. And she can sing. So mm-hmm. can Christina Applegate. Whoa. She was not Tony nominated for her uh, role in Sweet Charity on Broadway. I did not know that. Yeah, and fun can fact. dance. Very fun fact. Ed, uh, what's his name? Asner. <laughs> no, what's the dad from O'Neill? Uh, Ed O'Neill. Are you just listing cast members of Married with Children? Hold on, no, I'm de- yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting somewhere. Okay, Ed, Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Fucking great in everything. Absolutely. He's on one of the most popular t- television shows on television. He's great in it. He's got the best scene in Wayne's World, mm-hmm. uh, and he's probably good in a lot of other things that I'm not thinking of at the moment. Dutch. Great in everything. Great in Dutch. Dutch. Of course, he's great in Dutch. Maybe doesn't hold up. I don't know. I've not really. Everything David Faustino's just like. No. What did I do? Hey, Faustino's probably fine. Do you think Faustino's doing okay? whatever he's doing? I'm sure it's great. I feel like I heard David Faustino talking about a like a being a leading light in the early to mid '90s L.A. underground hip hop scene. So there you go. He's got that going. Yeah, he's friends with Freestyle Fellowship or whatever. Sure, Faustino. He's fine. But Faustino's not fine. sweating it. What Bud about those Bundy's neighbors? Fine. This Christian Applegate question really veered. Marcy Darcy became a uh, like a really famous TV director. Yeah, she's a director. Yeah, ah. Amanda Bierce. What about that handsome guy? Her husband Jefferson Darcy. Yeah, don't know. Okay, well, there's no way to do. <laughs> He's <that>. the failure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jefferson. I would yeah. also offer that just because David Fustino is not a well-known actor of this moment doesn't mean he's not successful in whatever he's doing mm-hmm. uh, outside of the biz. He could be they happy. Say. Maybe he's maybe he's happier in some ways than the rest of us. Sure, he's probably an orthodontist. Well, then he's really happy because yeah. those guys make bank. Oh yeah, that guy is cha-ching. That's the sound he hears. That every is day. his sound. Also, ow. <laughs> Right. Get your hand out of my mouth. <laughs> well, I think he's got permission to put his hand in the mouth. Yeah, it's true. I don't think he's a wild a surprise. Cat. A surprise, oh, no, you a surprise have orthodontist. He's not a licensed orthodontist. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's yeah. a hobbyist. Yeah. 
merely a hobbyist. Yeah, He's up. a licensed tuk-tuk driver, mm-hmm. which extends to orthodonture in some countries. In some countries. Okay. Oklahoma also. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fun state. Yeah, when the wind comes sweeping down the plane. <laughs> you got it. Uh, uh, MaximumFun.org. How high is that corn, Jordan? Summer Boys of Summer is where you go for tickets to our tour. Dead to Me is Liz Feldman's Netflix program. You can find it in your Netflix app. Streaming now. Stream it. Stream it right into you. You know what? Can I tell you something, Jordan? No. You can tell it to me. Tell Liz. Liz, you know, you can stream that thing right into your television if that's how you prefer to watch that it. That is how I prefer to watch mm-hmm. it. Thank you so much. Many do. And you know what's great about that is that frees up your phone to have a second screen experience. That's exactly right. <laughs> many, many of our viewers are tweeting along with it, um, having conversations with themselves, and it is incredibly entertaining. So please feel free to watch and tweet. Watch what's, and tweet. Uh, and the hashtag on that is dead to me per D. <laughs> Uh, it 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 can be mm-hmm. uh-huh. that doesn't that I don't think that uh, it is currently. It's just <laughs> hashtag dead to me. Uh-huh. But um, you know you do you do you and okay. uh, everybody does uh, them. Have we addressed the fact that J at JD Power has been replying to our tweets? No, <laughs> at JD Power has been sending gifs or gifs in response to our tweets. I'm pretty ambivalent about it for two reasons. Number one. I'm not sure about so- sassy corporate tweeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, I don't even think it's the real J.D. Power. Well. Does it have like a checky mark? At best, Liz. Yep. It's one of his associates. <laughs> at best. Yeah. At best. We care about quality, though. So if you it's have true. thoughts or corrections about the program, please do tweet them at J.D. Power. <laughs> uh, they'll get that sorted out for you, maybe with that. That uh, gif of Carrie Elwes uh, just raising one eyebrow. That's a fun one. Love that. Good gif. Great, great movie. Very popular one. Yep. What, what movie is that from? Is that from The Princess Bride? That's the only movie. On <laughs> Has he been in, in other films? Robin Hood, Men in Tights, baby. Saw, oh, first sure. Saw movie. Sure, sure, sure. He's always, always going to be uh, yeah, he's great. Princess Bride guy yeah. to me. Yeah. We'll uh, talk to you next time. I am the wet pirate. (laughs) Okay. All right. One quick uh, Princess Bride quote off, and then the show's (laughs) over. Which is a quick quote off. Never get involved in a land war in Asia. Okay. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jessica. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah, you were great. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.